Among those who fell silent was Robert Vesey, Jr. By the time he opened his account with the Freedman Savings Bank in 1871, his father, Robert Sr., had passed away, as had his mother. The bank failed in 1874, a victim of the global depression of the previous year. At its peak, the Washington, D.C.-based institution held assets of $3.3 million for 61,131 depositors. No record indicates how much money Robert and Anna Vesey lost in the panic. In January of that year, they lost a far more valuable treasure when their newborn son, named Robert A. Vesey after his father, died of spasms. Reflecting the family's return to poverty, the child was interred in the city burial grounds, a pauper's field. Although the grieving father was but forty-two, the Vesey's vanished yet again from the public record, their short-lived prosperity and optimism a tragic mirror to the shattered promise of the era. Today, tourists in horse-drawn surreys clop past the dilapidated Charleston City Jail and the old exchange building, in whose vault Denmark Vesey spent the last moments of his life. Like so many Americans, the city's tour guides, all of whom are required to undergo training for their job, are not quite sure what to make of Reconstruction. On one recent tour, the white guide pointed toward Fort Sumter and explained that radical Reconstruction was the most undemocratic period in South Carolina history. To the contrary, Reconstruction, which was in fact far from radical, constituted the most democratic decades of the 19th century, South or North, so much so that it amounted to the first progressive era in the nation's history. Just ten years after Supreme Court Chief Justice Roger B. Taney endorsed the expansion of slavery into the Western territories and announced that black Americans, even if free-born, could not be citizens of the Republic, blacks were fighting for the franchise in northern states, battling to integrate streetcars in Charleston, New Orleans, and San Francisco, funding integrated public schools, and voting and standing for office in the erstwhile Confederacy. How black veterans, activists, ministers, assemblymen, registrars, poll workers, editors, and a handful of dedicated white allies risked their lives in this cause nearly brought down a racist president, but ultimately lost their fight because of white violence, is the subject of this book.